0: Abraham taking that journey, it didn't really make sense. Like, what are you doing, Abraham? We have people to take care of. You have to take care of me. My hair is going to mess up. And you are leaving the family and go and do what? Stay chasing God. He said, God spoke to you that he's taking you to a promised land. You can imagine all the arguments and all the things that would arise in their marriage. But Abraham was able to discipline his family to follow him and the lord told abraham that i will bless you i'll make you rich and through you all the nations of the earth will be blessed in genesis chapter 12. by genesis chapter 13 the lord had blessed him already oh it's brie i thought that was my wife hey brie oh it's
1: probably because it because my hair yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Hallelujah. Hey,
2: Bob.
0: Hi, how are you? Okay, Miss, how are you Miss Caroline doing? is checking on you, huh? Mommy Caroline is saying hi. <laughs> hey, <Caroline.
1: laughs> how are you? I'm good, love. How about you?
0: thank you wow amen so if you want to really 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 go to heaven the part of what you have to follow is not money money won't make you to heaven so if you are full if you keep on if you see people surrounding you and all they are talking about and the Lord is going to bless you financially and going to be money and money and money and money you have to be careful you have to really be careful because you are putting your life at stake because even Jesus Christ didn't tell people all the time it's money and money and money or things that will make you more earthly minded here. that's not that Jesus Christ He came to talk to us about things that we really need that will give us the eternal life and the comfort we need. If you don't know, there is comfort in heaven. And one of the people that is enjoying that right now is Lazarus. I'm telling you, probably he's taking some selfies right now. Smiling with the angels. They are taking him some nice selfies. Pasting it in his room. Yes. The Bible says... In his lifetime on earth, he struggled, he suffered, but he's now enjoying comfort. I can't wait to get to heaven. Jesus, has to tell okay, this is your yacht. It belongs to you and your wife. Just go and enjoy it. And I say, babe, remember we couldn't afford one on earth. We didn't even have the money. Right now we have precious one. It's made of gold and diamond and pearl. I say yes, thank you, Jesus. Anything. My heart, listen, my heart is after God and God only and the things that will qualify me to that place. If all ever I did was to have a good marriage and be a good husband and be a wealthy person and even be a good preacher but did not do the things that will qualify me to make it to heaven, I am a miserable person. My life is miserable. There are things that qualifies an individual to make it to heaven. Money is not part of them. Money is not part. Your clothes, the shoes you wear, the designer clothes, it is not part. Hallelujah. So in Timothy, he said, run away from these things. Oh, man of God, flee these things. Flee these doctrines, these people are teaching. It's a different doctrine. Even though it's good news, it is not the good news of the kingdom. When somebody tells you, I'm going to get money and all that, it's good news. We love it. Me, I love it. I say, Amen. But when Jesus tells you, Hey, you have to become holy, you don't want to accept it. Amen. So Lazarus is enjoying comfort in heaven. Mm? Lazarus is enjoying comfort in heaven. Mm? Amen. Luke chapter 16, verse 25. Read it. Different versions. Let's go quickly. I have you even started preaching my message. Mercy. Yes. This is just an advice from the Holy Spirit to all of us.
2: Luke chapter,
0: Luke chapter 15, um, 16, verse 25. 16. Chapter five. chapter 16, verse 5, you said? 25. She needs, are you there? My wife, are
3: you there? Yes, sir, I'm here.
0: Luke just when I Luke 16:25 if you are there you can start
2: um,
1: okay Luke 16:25 in the NLT and Abraham said to him son remember that during your lifetime had everything you wanted, and Lazarus had nothing. So now he is here being comforted, and you are in anguish. Amen. Mm. Wow. You know what? I'm sorry. I just realized how that's crazy. I didn't even think it's crazy how he still called him son.
0: Yes. Uh, it is. Uh-uh. And in case you want to know the life of that rich man, you can start from verses hmm, uh. 19. And you see the life he lived. And the answer is receiving now that he passed on to the other side of the world.
1: Yeah. So.
0: What does 19 say, Bria?
1: Uh You said, what does 19 say? Mm-hmm. So 19 says, Jesus said, There was a certain rich man who was splendidly clothed in purple and fine linen,
0: and who lived each day in luxury. He lived each day in luxury. That is wealth. This guy was not poor. He, he, he lived each day in luxury. Hey! He lived each day in what luxury. Which is most which is the desire of most of us. We want to have money and live luxury. Change the wig. The women they want to have a section like a whole room like my room with different types of wig. Change this one, color green, color yellow, match with shoe and all these things.
1: Okay.
0: Mm? The food, if you see the type of food they eat, they want to have their own chef that they can command. They say, I I like this type of food. Okay, put the salt a little bit and add a little bit of shrimp and then uh commanding them. I'll pay you. I'll pay you. Don't worry, I have the money. This rich man, he lived in luxury every day. But when he died, when he died, in case you didn't know that he died, I'm going to show you that he died. Hmm? Verse 22. Yeah, let's go.
1: Alright. Verse 22 says, Finally, the poor man died and was carried by the angels to sit b- beside Abraham at the heavenly banquet. Keep reading. Mm-hmm. Richman also died and was buried and he went to the place of the dead. There in torment he saw Abraham in the far distance with Lazarus at, at his side.
0: Amen. So both of them died though. Both of them they died. But this guy that lived in luxury he went to hell. Hell and he immediately was in torment. And he now sees this poor guy who used to be, sit by his gate that he didn't even give a thousand dollars to? Enjoying comfort. The kind of food he's using in heaven to take even selfies. He's not even seen some before. <laughs> and the, 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 I can imagine Lazarus sipping some juice. Man, that guy is really doing something.
1: That's some good juice.
0: Good juice. not this fake one that I'm holding here that they've added sugar <sighs> and all these things to it. And then Lazarus will sip and as he seeps the juice, the rich man is looking at, say, "Hey, Abia, listen. I'm telling you, there are things that qualifies an individual to have it. Money is not in, is not part of the list of things. Amen. And so, even though we desire to have money, we have to be careful. We have to be careful. Really, be careful. Amen. Amen." And I want you to have faith, just like Jesus said, that he will take care of you. He said, if I can take care of the birds that fly, who doesn't work? How much more? Are you not more important than the bird? So if you and I are important than the bird, it means he is willing to take care of us more than he is even willing to take care of the birds. But we don't believe that he wants to do that. And that's why we chase after things. Wow. Hallelujah. But that's not the message for today. Amen. We are dealing with the subject of prayer, and I want to talk on the subject. Um, check the edition, the dictionary definition of earnest. It says earnest is the definition is described as. Or define us something that is coming out from an intense and serious state of mind or a serious intent and intent mental state amen so I'm, amen. Te- I'm teaching on tonight in receiving answer to fulfill our destiny, by going to God in prayer, we need to be very severe, earnest, and serious. Amen. What Deuteronomy chapter four, verse twenty-nine. Some main scripture. Deuteronomy chapter four. My wife read it for us. Yeah, Deuteronomy chapter 4 verse 29. Are you there, Miss Caroline? Amen. Okay, you read the King James. Then my wife will read her version. Uh,
2: Deuteronomy uh, chapter four, verse twenty-nine. Um, but if, but if from thence you shall seek the Lord, your God, you shall find him. If you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul, amen.
0: Okay, my wife. Okay, hey, my wife. Perhaps while you, Perhaps are, while low, you are there, you are there. Go with your son. You will find you if I you you can take you all you all your little
3: Amen.
0: Okay, Via, yeah, your version.
1: Yes, uh,
0: yes, uh, yes. what was it Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 29.
1: Okay. <clears throat> but from there, you will search again for the Lord your God. And if you search for Him with all your heart and soul, you will find Him.
0: Hallelujah. The key word is... If you search him with all your heart and soul he said if you decide to seek God to go and look for him you will get him but the criteria you must meet is that all of you for all of him half of you cannot get all of him it must be all of your heart and so when you pray to God for himself, you must make sure all of you want him. Amen. If thou seek him with all thy heart, with all thy soul, you shall find him. You, you must be very hearty in the presentation of your desires. When you call upon God. Many people call on, upon God with their might. They make a lot of noise. Oh Lord. Oh, It's not the noise you make. Hallelujah. Amen. If You can make a great noise. But if your heart is not connected. If there is fault with your heart. You will never receive an answer. He will never respond to you. Because he responds to the heart. So you must learn to pray heartfelt prayers. Prayers that are from within your soul and within your heart. You must really, really, really want it with all your heart. And that's how come you're going to receive an answer. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Write this one down. God answers only heartfelt prayers. God answers only Heart-felt prayers. Heart prayers. Not the outward manifestation of prayer, but heart-felt heart prayers. Heart-felt prayers. So when the Bible talks about effectual. Fervent prayer, you have to understand what he's talking about. And let us look at someone who prayed such prayer and received an answer. A woman called Hannah, for many years, was always religious. She was going to church at Shiloh until the day she learned better and poured out her soul to God. That was when she received an answer. It's first Samuel chapter 1, verse 9 to 15. Anna was a faithful Christian. Who, she was a faithful Christian, but she was barren. That day, the kind of prayer she prayed, even the pastor himself, as he as, as the pastor Eli had not prayed such prayers. When he saw her, he said, Are you mad? You are drunk. And the woman turned and looked at the pastor and said, Can you can't you see the type? I am not drunk. It is my soul. I am pouring out my soul to God because I am fed up with this thing. And that was when chapter one. Chapter one, verse nine to fifteen. Who is there? Babe, are you there? Yeah, you can read verse nine. it. I'm
3: not there. What is it? Like
0: in... First Samuel chapter 1 verse 19. Verse 9, sorry, to 15. 9 to 15.
3: When they had finished eating and drinking in Shiloh, Hannah stood up. Eli, the priest, was sitting on his chair by the door post of the Lord's house. Hannah was very sad. She wept and wept. She prayed to the Lord. She made a promise to him. She said, Lord, you rule over me. Please have me see how I'm suffering. Show concern for me. Don't forget about me. Please give me a son. If you do, I'll give him back to the Lord. Then he will serve the Lord all the days of his life. He'll never use a razor on his head. He'll never cut his hair. As Hannah kept on praying to the Lord, Eli watched her lips. She was praying in her heart. Her lips were moving, but she wasn't making a sound. Eli thought Hannah was drunk. He said to her, how long are you going to stay drunk? Stop drinking your wine. Mm
0: -hmm. That's not
3: true, sir, Hannah replied. I'm a woman who is deeply troubled. I haven't been drinking
0: wine or beer. I was telling the Lord all my troubles. Amen. Amen. The key word was she was praying from her heart. But there was no sound. It was just the lips that was moving. She prayed from her heart. What does um, King James Version say?
2: King James Version from... Let's see, chapter 1, verse 9. So Hannah rose up. So Hannah rose up after they had eaten in Shiloh, and after they had drunk. Now Eli the priest sat upon a seat by a post of the temple of the Lord. And she was in bitterness of soul and prayed unto the Lord and wept sore. And she vowed and vowed and said, O Lord of hosts, you will indeed look on the affliction of your handmaid and remember me and not forget your handmaid, but will give unto your handmaid a male child, and I will give him unto the Lord all the days of his life. And there shall be no razor come upon his head. And it comes and it came to pass as she continued praying before the Lord that Eli marked her mouth. Now Hannah, she spoke in her heart. Only her lips moved, but her voice was not heard. Therefore, Eli thought she was she had been drunken. Eli Now let me see here And Eli said unto her How long will you be drunken Put away your wine from you And Hannah answered and said No my lord I am a woman of a Sorrowful spirit I have drunk Neither wine nor strong drink But have poured out My soul For the lord Amen
0: Amen she prayed from her heart well needs what does amplify say i want to see what amplifies it I, especially at the place from she prayed from her heart what's that what verse is that
3: um let
0: me go for it. um don't know if it's verse 12 or 13. 13. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes, sorry,
3: 13. you want me to start from 13
0: yeah
3: okay hannah was speaking in her heart mind only her lips were moving and her voice was not heard so eli thought she was drunk Eli, how long will you make yourself drunk get rid of your wine but hannah answered no my lord i am a woman who is despiring spirit with a despiring spirit i have not drinking wine or any intoxicating drink but i have poured out my soul before the lord
0: hallelujah so it was a heartfelt prayer that anna prayed to secure god's attention and the funny thing is that in praying that prayer you realize that her heart now was in alignment to the will of God because it was not by the fact that she wanted a child to prove to people that she has a child she said Lord if you give me the child I'll give him to you that he will serve you so her heart has now been aligned to the very heart of God Initially she wanted the child to prove to people that hey, I also got a boy, you know. But she wasn't receiving an answer because the motive of her heart was deep diff- was different. And so for all these years she's been going to church, nothing was happening until there was a realignment of her heart desires. Now she no longer wanted the child to prove to people that she has a child, but she wanted the child to give the child back to God that God will use the child for his purpose. And that is heartfelt prayers. And she sincerely wanted this from her heart. And God listened to her prayers. Please write this down, number one. The length of volume of words spoken in prayer is irrelevant to getting answers. The, we- the length of volume.
2: Say that again.
0: Please. The length of volume of words spoken in prayer is irrelevant to your getting answers and that is matthew chapter 6 verse 7 that's a scripture that supports the first one it
2: is irrelevant to you receiving your prayers
0: yes to your getting answers or receiving your prayers And Jesus is the one that said this in Matthew 67 you know then the second one let us write the second one Then we go to in order to receive divine help it is dependent on the quality of your heart in order to receive divine help from heaven It is dependent on the quality of your heart, which which is the earnestness in your soul and the word of God you are standing upon. In order to receive divine help, it is based on the quality of your heart, which is based on the, the the quality of your heart which is based on the earnestness of your soul and the word of god you are standing upon which is based on the earnestness e earnestness is, yeah earnestness of your soul bri are you there with us so. And the word of God you are standing on. Sorry. Hallelujah. Amen. Matthew 6, 7, what does it say? Babe, what does your version say?
2: He says matthews chapter 6
0: verse 7
2: okay amen,
3: amen. Um, when you pray do not keep talking on and on that is what ungodly people do they think
0: they will be heard because they talk a lot amen the length of the volume the length or the volume of your words in prayer is irrelevant to securing an answer it must be from your heart And then the second is that if you want to receive the type of help you want to receive, you must have a quality heart and the word of God you are standing upon. That quality heart must be based on the word of God. So stop praying if your heart is not in it. There are people that go for prayer meetings. They were forced to be there and so nothing will work. They were forced to be there. There are people who pray because the pastor said they should come and pray. And so as they are there, just... just Nothing. Nothing. No answer. Because that is not what your heart wants. As you are there, it is not that your heart wants it. You are there because the pastor said you should be there. does he say? deuteronomy 4 29 if thou shalt seek the lord you will find him but if you seek him with all your heart so before you ever go to god in prayer check your heart whether your heart is right whether what you are going to ask for is from your heart please genuinely and you must understand that God, remember First John chapter 5, it says that, and this is the confidence we have in Him. If we ask anything according to His will, He will hear us. So your heart must be in alignment to the will of God, not what you just want for yourself. Amen. Amen. Your heart and God's heart must be intertwined. And that is how come Anna received an answer. She said, if you give me this child, I will give him back to you so that he will serve you. That is, she now became interested in what God was interested in. If your heart is not in alignment to the heart of God, don't ever go to God in prayer. You really have to check your heart. I have to check my heart. Hallelujah. I want us to spend the next few minutes to pray. Say, God work on my heart work on my heart work on my heart this is the end of the message if you have a question you can ask but I want us to spend the next few minutes and say father put your hand on Italy I need my heart to be right with God I really need my heart work on my heart say father please work on my heart Open your mouth and say, Lord, work on my heart. Father, work on my heart. May I not be selfish and self-centered when I come to you in prayer. May I not be self-centered and a selfish person. May my heart be in alignment to your very own heart, Father. Grant me the ability to have the desires you have in your heart. Because if I ask anything according to your will, you will hear me. Not ask anything according to my will. My will. Grant me, Lord, the grace to have your heart desires intertwined with my heart. That whenever I come to you, God, in prayer, it will be something that we both want. Especially what you want to be done and not what I want. That does not bring you glory. Say, Lord... Align my heart desires to your heart desires. He said, my ways are not your ways. And if your heart is not in alignment to his ways, it cannot work. It cannot be a good thing. Say, Lord, align my heart to your ways. Align my mind to your ways. Align my soul to your ways and not my ways in the name of Jesus. I come back on super Naya. Oh Lord, take the heart of Isaac, Lord. intertwine it with your heart Lord I cannot follow my own ways I don't want my own ways I want to follow your ways therefore Lord let my heart be a lover of your ways let my heart be an accepting of your ways let my heart accept your ways and not my ways father grant me the grace to love what you love and hate what you hate and be happy about what you are happy about and whenever I come to you in prayer with all my heart, it should be in alignment in the name of Jesus to what you want. In the name of Jesus. Mm. Amen. I remember Amen. I remember Amen. I had a conversation with my heart my wife some months back and in that conversation we had a little misunderstanding an argument and I told her my heart is not there and she said and she told me why why would you do that to me she told me I want your heart please and i came to tell you that god wants our heart also for the thing to be a hundred percent genuine and enjoyable god wants your heart the, the mystery people don't know is that the relationship between a man and a woman is actually a school an educational system to teach us what relationship god expects from us it is a mystery people don't know and i can show you the scripture right now if you have the time but maybe there you don't have the time but paul said the mystery between the relationship of a woman how the woman wants the man and how the man wants the woman to cuddle with her to lie down with her to be intimate with her sexually All these things is a mystery between God and His church. If my heart has to go to my wife, our heart must go to our husband. We are married. This thing we are doing is a marital affair, and we can't afford to be unfaithful to Jesus. It's a marital affair. It's a married, it's a real, it's a marital affair, it's a married relationship. If your heart is not with him and your heart is after money, then you are unfaithful. In fact, in Hosea, he calls such people as prostitutes. He said, You are a prostitute if all your heart wants is money and clothes. Father, please, I don't want to be a prostitute. I, I don't want to be a prostitute. Somebody that when I get up, all I think about is where I can get money. I, I refuse to such a lifestyle. I don't want to be a prostitute. In the name of Jesus, Amen.